Hi, this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm excited to kick off 2018 with more stories of faith and sports. We hope 2018 is off to a great start for you and your family. I'm excited for you to hear this conversation I had with Caden Davis. Caden is a junior at Coppell High School here in Coppell, Texas, place kicker on the Coppell Cowboys football team, runs track, highly successful athletic career so far. But more than that, a young man walking faithfully with Jesus, bold in his faith, a light in this community. You will be encouraged by this conversation. I'm excited for you to hear from Caden. So without further delay, let's jump right into the story. Thanks for joining me today, Caden. And let's start with um, sharing a little bit about your story. A lot of our listeners may not be familiar with who you are, where you're from. So tell us a little bit about your family and um, where you grew up and anything else you'd like to share. Yeah, I grew up right here in Coppell. Um, I always lived here. My mom actually went to high school here, too. Oh, wow. And I went to Coppell Middle School East, uh, Lakeside Longhorn, too. And now I'm at the high school. I'm a junior at Coppell High School. Awesome. So how long have you been playing football? I've, I've played football since sixth grade. Did you play – do you currently play any other sports? Right now I run track, but that's it. What do you run in track? The 200 and 400. Ooh. What about um, as a youth? I'm, I'm assuming being a kicker, you played soccer. Any other yeah, sports? Yeah, I did play soccer. And really, I kind of just played everything um, when I was younger. I played basketball, um, baseball, just anything I could do to get active. Awesome. Well, I mentioned in the intro that you're currently a kicker for the high school football team. So how did you end up becoming a kicker? Um, sixth grade, my first year playing, there was kicking tryouts. And I was just already kind of natural at it from soccer, I guess. And then from then, I've just been working hard at it to come where I, where I am today. So you started seventh grade? Sixth grade. Sixth? Yes, sir. So um, in looking at your bio, um, it says you're the, actually the number four overall kicker in the country. So how, number one, how does that ranking system work? I mean, who determines there's the a, rankings? There's a national kicking camp that... Um, goes around and holds camps in like different regions of the country and um, like most of the kickers that are good in the nation will have like found out about it by then and they'll go out to those camps and then a guy named Jamie Cole who runs the camps will put together rankings after he sees everybody. So how do you get to that level? I mean what's the journey from middle school kicking to are those camps invitational, or do you just go and compete? Um, some of the camps are invitational, but you can still go get ranked. Like, anybody can still go to one of those camps and get ranked. But from sixth grade, I just started training with um, a couple different people. Like, one of them I trained with was Jaden Obercrom. He used to kick for TCU. Another one is Morgan Lineberry. He played for the Panthers for, like, two years, and just some other people around here. And just some of the older guys from Coppell that – um, taught me like Tyler Smith or Adam Sinners. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, being a we lived in Coppell for sixteen, seventeen years. And it seems like there's been a pretty good foundation of kickers to come through the high school. It's not like every two or three years is a very successful kicker to come through. So it's quite the legacy in Coppell. Um, so you've committed to play at A and M. Um, how common is it for a kicker, I, mean, I don't hear about it that often, to be offered a scholarship, especially during the junior season? Um, 
I would say every class, there's probably about 20, 25 kickers that get a scholarship offer. And then um, it's pretty rare to get one your junior year. There's only one other guy in the 2019 class that has an offer right now. Wow. So why, why the Aggies? Um, I just grew up in Aggie. My dad went there. So I grew up going to games, and it kind of was always a, a dream of mine to go there. That's awesome. So... I mean, not far into a football career, still in high school, but what would you say so far would be um, your greatest memory? It's, it's kind of hard to just pinpoint one moment so far. I haven't really, I haven't had like any game winners or anything, um, but really just like both seasons, just growing um, and bonding with all of our, our teammates and just becoming a family. Like both years, um, there's just been one guy, like my sophomore season, my first year on varsity with Connor Choate, we became really good friends. And then this year with Brady McBride, we became really good friends. So really just bonding and being with the team has been has probably been the best thing from both years. And that's 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 good memories. I mean that's memories that'll last beyond beyond football. So uh, this podcast is uh, sports and faith. So let's kind of shift to your faith a little bit. Um, did you grow up in a family of faith? Kind of talk about your faith journey. Um, when did you realize a personal need to accept Jesus as your Savior? Yeah, um, I grew up in a Christian family and always kind of just went to church. But my parents didn't want to like um, baptize me as a baby. They wanted it to be my decision. So in sixth grade, I did. Um, I accepted the Lord and got baptized then. And ever since then, I've kind of just like been able to learn more and be able to comprehend more of like the what the Bible's teaching and just grown in my faith ever since then. That's awesome. I mean, I know as a father of three kids, two boys, I mean, you are known in the community as a person of faith. So um, that's awesome, especially happening in, at the beginning of, of middle school. So um, I heard an interview, the Coppell Football Radio, the pregame interviews. You kind of talked about your pre, pregame routine and um, your pregame music choice. Talk talk through yeah. that. So a lot of the guys, they'll have the speaker going in the locker room with rap music. But before games, um, I'll go into the wrestling room actually by myself and just listen to Christian music because um, it kind of just keeps me calm and like just remembers me like what, what I'm playing for before the game and that, that like that's what it's about. Is there a particular artist you listen to? Um, not specifically. My favorite's probably Elevation Worship, ah. but I, I mean, I kind of just go for the good songs, not a specific band or artist. I've heard a lot of athletes talk about music choice, and you're the first person I've heard that say worship music. I think that's great. It's a good reminder of who you're playing for, and, yeah. but you're right. I've been in, around the locker room a couple times, um, and the speaker's out. It's usually very loud. I've often wondered how, if someone yeah. doesn't like that, how they... How they focus. That's good. Um, is there a particular Elevation Worship song? Um, my favorite right now is called Do It Again. Oh, I like Yeah, that's, that's a very good one. Awesome. So back to football. Um, you talked about the relationships. And that kind of segues into the next question I was going to ask about this past season. It seemed to be um, just my limited... Um, visibility to the program. It seemed to be a special group of guys. You know, yeah. mentioned a bond with with Brady, and um, it just seemed like a, a special season. Had a deep run in the playoffs. So kind of talk about the season as a whole and why. What made it special? I think what really made it special 
was like like I said earlier, our team was just a family, and it was more than just like a game to us. Like we were playing for each other and not for ourselves, and that's probably what made it so special the whole way through. That's awesome. So, y'all did make a run in the playoffs. Um, it did end unfortunately uh, with an overtime loss in the third round. Um, that's a big game. It was at McLean Stadium, at Baylor Stadium, beautiful stadium, against a a good team from Round Rock. Kind of talk about that game a little bit, and I'll let you kind of talk through the course of events that led to the outcome. Yeah, I mean, the game definitely didn't go how I wanted it to, like how I, how I would have wanted it to, but um, I, it kind of showed me like that football's not not all that matters. But the game, I don't. I don't know. It just it was it was fun. <clears throat> well, so at the very end of it, get overtime. Capel scores. You go out there, yeah, to kick. Um, kind of talk through that that last play. Um, I, well, I had to go out there to kick the PAT to go into double overtime, and where I kind of went wrong was I was thinking not to miss instead of just to do what I normally do. And that hasn't really ever gone through my mind, and I don't know why it did then, but then I just did exactly what I told myself not to do. Hmm. Well, I know. Um, I mean, sticking around afterwards, it was. I've never been around a group of guys that emotional. Um, you could definitely sense that. Like I said, it was a special season, so you kind of felt like, you know, it was a, it was a big deal to lose that game. But, you know, right after the game, you tweeted out um, Psalm sixteen eight. Um, why that scripture? Um, that verse has always kind of just been like my verse. It's, it's it's on the bottom of my cleats, and I've always just really liked it. And after the game, those words like really played into the, the circumstance that was like at my hands. That like the verses, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. And just like it was one of, one of the more tough things I've ever gone through. But it just reminded me that like with the Lord with me, I won't be shaken by what's going on. Well, I know, I mean, just as a a fan, I mean, within, when we got home, it's a two-hour drive or whatever, and you go on social media, it, it had gone viral. I mean, yeah. people, I didn't, you know, people from my, outside of Capel were just retweeting that, retweeting that scripture. And I know my, my older son saw it, and, and it impacted him that, hey, you know, you just missed a, extra point but yet you're acknowledging that God's always with you you won't be shaken so I just think that um, is very powerful very humble I mean speaks to your your walk with Christ and kind of a follow-up to that conversation what have you seen maybe God teach you through that moment from that game until now I mean is there something yeah. God has taught you through that I mean so far um I've kind of seen that, like, it kind of showed that, like, the way the things of this world, like, whether it's sports or um, friends or money or whatever it was, in my case, it was sports, like, those things will fail you sometimes, but God will always be your refuge and your safe place to go to. And, like, just in that, in that circumstance, that's, that's how it was. The sports failed me, but God never did, and I could go back to Him, and He was always there. That's awesome. And I know just from watching, um, from the stands and just the few days after, I mean, that special group, you know, y'all did stay together. I mean, you can go back and study sports history. There's moments like that when 
that divides a team, but it seemed like the bond y'all had was so close. And I think possibly has to do with the number of guys that um, on the team that are believers. Yep. So I think I think that's a good witness. So we have a lot of listeners um, in various states, student athletes. Um, faithfully listen to this podcast so it's no secret that now is not the easiest time to live out your faith in school it's less and less popular um so what advice would you offer a student athlete that is a christian but maybe struggling to be bold in their faith how would you encourage them to to take a stand because right or wrong athletics is a platform yeah. You know, it can be used for good or, or bad, and we can. That's a whole other conversation of, of whether it is a platform. But, um, you know, what advice would you offer a student athlete? I would just say to <clears throat> make sure that you keep your priorities straight and, like, remember that God will always be with us. But one day, all these things that we're so involved in right now, like sports or friends or whatever it is, will be gone. But God, God is eternal, and that's the biggest thing. Like, I always try to pray about telling myself to have an eternal mindset mm. and just the decisions that I make to be for eternity and not for the time on the earth that we have. That's that's an awesome reminder, not just for student athletes, for adults as well. I was reading something the other day about having that mindset and then basically the guy was saying how you view the end is how you is what impacts how you live every day. So that's good. I mean, if you live with the internal perspective, then that's going to impact how you live today. So that's a very good um, encouragement and advice. So the last question we ask everybody that's on the podcast, um, the name of our organization, All In Sports Outreach, it comes from Colossians 3.17, which paraphrase wherever you... Everything you do and say, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And anytime we have a sports camp or any events, we talk to kids about um, being all in, whether it's in school, at home, sports. So what does that mean to you? And specifically, what does it mean to you to be all in in your walk with Christ? I think being all in is just um, being in, like being with God and living for God in all aspects of your life and not just like showing a face to some people but then doing a different Mm. a different thing on the weekend or something like that but just always like pushing and trying to get better in your walk with christ very good well thanks for taking a few minutes to kind of talk a little bit about your story but specifically just about this last season and um just encouraging folks to um stay committed to christ i know you know our family's been encouraged by you from just your your witness here in the community and just today hearing a little bit of your story. So thanks for taking the time to, to join us. Yes, sir. And just know we'll pray for you as you, uh, you know, go through this last all season, enter the senior year, and then on to, to college. So we appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. Well, what a powerful story from Caden Davis today. And just a reminder that no matter how high we get in our successes or how difficult our most difficult days may be, that God is constant. God is our our strength, our strong tower, and that we should keep our eyes on Him and just always have an eternal perspective. Because if we focus on our eternity with God, that's going to impact how we live every day and how we react to everything that happens to us every day. So I hope you have been as encouraged as I was through that testimony from Kate, and I encourage you to share it with family and friends. 
Um, and just thank you for faithfully listen listening to these podcasts. And um, we love hearing from you. Please visit us at our Facebook page at All In Sports Outreach. You can send us a message. You can keep up with all of our upcoming outreach opportunities. See how you can pray for us, serve with us, and to give to keep this ministry going. Non-Facebook users, you can visit our website at www.allinsportsoutreach.org. You can find out any and everything about our organization, our leadership, who we are, what we do, pictures, videos. You can contact us through there. We love hearing from you. And lastly, we would ask you to go to iTunes and look up All In Sports Outreach Podcast and leave us a review. The more reviews we get, the more visibility this podcast gets, the greater the platform to further the gospel through stories of faith and sports. Once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for supporting us. Until next time.